What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Loot Bros Podcast. I'm your host, Resident Daryl, and this week I've got our gaming gal, Kalai. What's up, everybody? We got I Drop Roaches. It's Zach. What's up, everybody? And then we got Mr. TMNT84. It's Joe. Yo, yo, yo. I almost wasted my uh, uh, Johnson jamming with Jim joke on you. Uh, for our uh, our new D and B segment with uh, <laughs> did you just say you're Johnson jamming with Joe? <laughs> Johnson jamming with Joe. <laughs> Can you do my spinoff show? There you go. <laughs> no, 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 that's the, no, no, no. So, like, you know how all the podcasts have a freaking Patreon these days, and yeah. everyone is like, "Hey, we're such and such, blah blah blah." Check out our Patreon for extra content. We should just we should all start like OnlyFans. So it's like it's like if you want to see Kalai's face, it's, it's like, it's like There's just Daryl half naked with a poop sock. Uh, it's like so if you want to support the show, check out Double Barrel Daryl on OnlyFans. <laughs> he drops more than roaches on OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and Joe, don't touch his uh, Pokemon. Pokemon. That's right. Don't touch, don't touch the Pokeballs. <laughs> and then we got ZJ Zach over here with his OnlyFans account. Uh, Johnson jamming with Joe. <laughs> Johnson jamming. <with> <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> I would ask how you guys are doing, but I already freaking know. We're doing great. Everyone's doing great. All all things are good. Uh, I am glad that you guys made it. Tanner sucks major balls for not being here tonight because yet again I have to postpone the topic. Kalai coming in clutch. There you go. Kalai's only fans <laughs> <laughs> coming in clutch with Kalai <laughs> with the U instead of an O. You can. <laughs> <laughs> you spill it out every one. It's your show. You're like, you're like the U is for you. <laughs> well, you know, you can't be you can't be too hard on 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 um Tatter. That's what know. she says. <laughs> <laughs> well, didn't he, didn't he can't make it because he got genital warpies? Genital warpies. That's right. With a W. That's... Hey, did you guys did you guys listen to Tanner's rap song? No. Wait, okay, what? so I, I, I feel like you should you play guys. it right now in the show. I, I don't know that I can, and it's very vulgar. Aww. Check it out. So I didn't realize that. So, okay, so everyone knows that here on the Lit Bros podcast, the whole show started because a group of us used to play music, and we had all this extra free time. And we're like, we got all this gear, we got all these mics and stuff. What are we going to do? Let's talk about video games with our mics on, and then make all our stupid jokes, and people can laugh at them with us. I didn't realize that T-Bird's been moonlighting as a rap artist. Now, I sent you guys a link this morning. I was really hoping you'd check it out. Oh, what, is his I, rap, what is his rap persona? Does he have a name? Yes, Little Clementine. <laughs> <laughs> and he, has a, he has a song about his favorite thing. Little Clementine. Where did you set this? Album. Just listen. I'm playing a little little snippet. 
Mm, getting ready. I love LA tits. <laughs> they fill me with such joy. Every night and day, I look at my computer screen and look at some big ass anime titties. Yo, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I love anime titties. Listen, they look so good. <laughs> anime titties so round. <laughs> anime titties are so plump. Plump, rap, rap, they plump. Look at, look at, look at the movie. Okay, that's awesome. <laughs> Okay, so he definitely sucked my ass. <laughs> so, hey. this definitely came from the conversation he was having with CJ, yes. uh, Levi, and myself at like four o'clock in the morning. We're all sitting up late playing games. And actually, for CJ, it's actually like the middle of the day. And we're sitting there. So he's talking. I guess Levi was playing um, uh, Code Vein. And he was like, man, all these girls have ridiculous boobies. And he goes, no, those are anime titties. <laughs> I love anime titties. <laughs> so, <laughs> they so plump. So then we just w- went on like a 40-minute like discussion about anime titties and how they're so, the best titties. So I woke up that morning and it's like all, all you guys a hundred <laughs> messages about anime titties. <laughs> I was like, I looked at it and I was like, wow. <laughs> uh so yeah, if you're if you're listening to Loot Bros podcast, um everyone here has we got our gamer tags, our alter egos, right? Like Joe, you're Mr. TMT eighty four. Why? Because you're Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fan. All right, we got I drop roaches with Zach because he's all the time freaking high. He's so high, I don't even know what's going on. All right, you got Resident <laughs> Daryl because I'm a Resident Evil fan. You got T Bird, Moonlight, and his little Clementine because he likes them anime titties. <laughs> his name is Rap Name Anime Titties. Dude, if Tanner doesn't sign on our show every time, and say, <laughs> we're like, we got the T Bird, and he's like, anime titties are so plump. to <laughs> <laughs> cut that and drop it in the show every week. <laughs> oh my gosh. So check it out. Here's what happened. New intro. Yeah, new intro. <laughs> They're so plump. No, um, so the service I pay for to release all the Ninja Loot songs on all the major streaming platforms, <clears throat> it says we're on Pandora. Now, my wife will not get with the times. I got like a beard hair in my mouth. And uh, so she, will, she uses uh, Pandora. I'm like, I pay for Spotify for the whole family. But she just refuses to use it. So, uh, so we're using, um, she's Spotify and at one point, I'm missing uh, Pandora, excuse me. One point in time I had listened to our music on Pandora when it went live just to make sure it worked. So last night I'm laying in the bed. It's like, God, dude, one, two o'clock in the morning. And for whatever reason, our stuff's not on Pandora. Don't ask me why I was there looking for it. I just, I was just scrolling and I'm like, wait a minute. It used to be on there. So I go start checking all the links to make sure nothing's interrupted on our you know, software and other places. And I see on iHeartRadio, I bring up our stuff. I was like, cool. And they're like, for fans of. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is for fans of a band called Cake Farts. 
Who's <laughs> <laughs> clicking on cake farts? Yes. <laughs> so like you like ninja loot and cake farts, and then it was like prolapsed something. Like it was like nasty stuff. Somehow like a prolapsed butthole. I'm like, what is going on? It's a, for yeah for fa- fans of suck my a cake fart prolapse operation mind crime and more. So naturally, I had to go look at these bands to see, like, what do they sound like? And I didn't find any of them, but I did find a little Clementine. <laughs> <laughs> and so then I heard Tanner's theme song. <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> and we're... Poof! They're so poof! <laughs> this is the best song ever. Uh, Wait, does Tanner... Outro, outro the show every week. <laughs> does, Tanner, does Tanner listen to the shows he's not on? I don't know. I, I do. I don't know if he does. I know. We should see if he doesn't and just start putting that theme song behind his introduction every time he'd say hello from Tanner. Just stick it behind <laughs> him and edit. And he, won't, he probably won't even know. So, like, That's every hilarious. time. It's like, hey, we got the T Bird. And he's all like, hello. <laughs> and so that we just be like, ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> Uh, all right (laughs) this is the loot bros podcast if you made it this far you know what you got yourself into (laughs) you keep coming back for it it's your own fault (laughs) we're talking about video games we talk about fun stuff uh (laughs) um this uh we have a lot of shows now i just kind of want to put it out there i had a couple people ask me i have gotten so busy with sounds heavy that i am not able to do the Loot Bros comic cast right now and the 2236 Survival Horror Podcast. So one of those days I'll have some time to bring that back right now. We're going to have to shelf them for a little bit. Um, I kind of feel bad for my co-host Josh Adams because he's a wonderful co-host, a great friend. We have a blast doing that stuff together. But I'm just like, man, I just don't have time. I actually invited him on the show tonight, tried to get him a little Loot Bros time, but he's out of town for the weekend. Freaking jerk. So um, so yeah, so other than that, sounds heavy. We got a new episode going live right now as we speak. So by the time you hear this show, uh, an interview with North Haven will be up. So uh, that show is doing very well, getting a lot of positive response. Got, I did my first radio hit this week, uh, Wednesday during our lunch break. I had my, my board set up, a couple mics. We had to do like a little recording bit for a radio show that we were on. It was pretty, pretty freaking sweet. So. That would be the uh, Divine Aggression Radio. They, they rip their show every Tuesday night into a podcast and release it on Fridays. That's pretty dope. So check out Sounds Heavy. Leave us some feedback here on the Loot Bros. If you like what we do, if you like Tanner's rap songs, leave them a little feedback. Uh, <clears throat> Kali, you said you wanted to handle the toast this week. I do. You know, this week marks the 25th anniversary of Pokemon, which what? is near, near and dear to me, Joe, and even Zach. And I did have the pleasure of watching, of course, of course, Post Malone did a concert for the Pokemon 25th anniversary. So I want to toast to all of his women who obviously sleep for sleep with him for his money, because that was a 12 minute freaking concert. And that doesn't satisfy any woman. <laughs> Whoa, dang! I'll tell you what. Well, this 
song sounds exactly the same. I like Sunflower. Like, That's the only thing I like. I was like, 12 minutes, it's over? Whew. Whew. Man, I feel sorry for his women. I was about to say, 12 minutes. My wife's like, dang, babe. <laughs> She's like, wow. <laughs> hey, speaking of my wife, so about a year ago, six months to a year ago, she was like, babe, why don't you start a podcast with me? And I thought she was joking. And every now and again, I used to, I, I try really hard not to record or do anything when she's home so that like I can be attentive to her and just hang out with her. But now she switched to day shift. So it, it, we're together every single night. Uh, I'm thinking she's sick of me, but I'm not sure yet. She hasn't told me, but she's like, she keeps coming down here in the basement now that I've moved, <clears throat> excuse me, I moved to get away from her. And she's like, uh, she's like, why don't we, why don't you start a podcast with me? And I, I always thought she was kind of joking. I was like, all right, let's do that. And she goes, yeah, make some notes and stuff like you do your other shows. Be intentional. We'll make us a podcast. I'm like, I think she's serious, guys. I'm not sure yet. You have to call it wow. Seriously. It's literally got to be the name of the podcast. And y'all have to review trashy of reality TV. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. hilarious because you absolutely have no you have no interest, right? That is the best idea ever. I'm over here trying to think of serious things to do. <laughs> no, you could do like episodic reviews of reality TV show. Like go back and like watch like Rock of Love on like Tubi. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And go episode oh my by gosh. episode. Cause you can keep the show That'd going forever. Jersey Shore. <laughs> could do uh, Chris Lee Knows Best. Oh my gosh. So what was that? Uh, uh, was it 600 Pound Life? <laughs> my Orders. 600 Pound Family or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, love actually- after lockup. <laughs> <laughs> That's a classic one. Chance of love or whatever. What were you gonna love say, Glenn? I was gonna say that I actually liked Six Hundred Pound Life, and I've been watching. I gotta watch season two of the Six Hundred Pound Sisters. <laughs> no. I forgot about that one. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, we might end up doing something. We might do a pilot episode and throw it on the feed and see what people think. But yeah, <laughs> wow, 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 Darren Brandy. Yeah, wow, Darren Brandy. Yeah, All right, I definitely think yeah, you should do Rock of Love first. Oh, that show's so great. Uh, you know what? I we they had like a little Love Island preview the other day. <clears throat> it's so funny because my wife, if I put on, I'll give, I'll give you an example. I put Breaking Bad on when Breaking Bad was like hot, right? Everybody's like, oh my God, Breaking Bad, my girl's so good, methamphetamines. And I'm like, I'm going to watch the show. So <laughs> I put Breaking Bad on and we're doing something in the uh, living room. And I think they say like SOB or something. They draw like one or two swear words. And no joke, my wife's like, dang, babe, what is this trash? And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I, I just just straight up like dang mate what is this trash and I'm like oh god so then like freaking I put uh, something else on and there's like a little glimpse of nudity and she's like dang mate what is it a porno jeez <laughs> she just like give me so much crap for stuff that I put on so I'm like screw it we'll watch whatever you want so then we end up watching Love Island and every other word is the F word because they're Australian 
And then it, that's totally cool. Like they cuss like crazy. And I'm like, dang, babe, what's up with all this trash? Dang, babe. Everyone's butt cheeks are hanging out. What is this, a porno? I'm like, dang, babe. She's like, hush, they're from Australia. It's okay. <laughs> she said, she said, oh, that's hush. great. I was like, so, so no joke. I kid you not. Uh, we we're watching a show the other night and they dropped the F word a couple of times. She's like, dang, babe. I was like, yeah, this is that Love Island sequel. I said, it's okay. They're from Australia. It's all right if it's trashy reality TV. But if you do a podcast with her, you'll have to have CJ on just to randomly curse so you can say it's all right. He's from Australia. <laughs> it's, all, it's all right. He's from Australia. Uh, <laughs> well, speaking of Australia, what have you guys been playing? <laughs> Kali, why don't you start us off? <laughs> so uh, I've been playing uh, Pokemon uh, Sword because it's Pokemon. Wallet. Uh, yeah. Oh. Um, oh. I know. I could. T- I'm allowed. Am I allowed to brag about beating your brother's score in Beat Saber? Oh, please do. Please oh, yes. do. Y- yes, yes. <laughs> I've, I've been playing. I've been in a little match now, listeners. If you guys have an Oculus Quest and you want to get in on this, let us know. We're in- inspiring each other to work out by, of course, beating the crap out of our song points, and you know. So I'm on the, his Discord the other day. I was like, I beat another score. And he's like, I love it. You know, he goes, I really love, you know, encouraging people for their gains, but not at the expense of my scores. <laughs> <laughs> so I beat one of his score, scores. I'm going after others, but I was too tired. Take him week. down. Yeah. Um, I've been playing more Valheim with my friends. Oh, and I beat uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses, Joe. I'll get there eventually. Um, yeah, <laughs> just like Xenoblade in 2025. <laughs> on my did you list? Well, it's it was it's actually on my list, so I actually uh, crossed off a, uh, a. Oh snap! You got some points. I did get some points. I got two points for the be legit. Should have got like eight points for that game. Right? <laughs> what was that eight hundred hour game? How many hours did you put in the first uh, playthrough? About ninety. I think times that by two more and you'll be done. Yes. I, well, I intend to, and I've got the new game plus, which helps. New game plus does help a lot. Yeah. You could skip. I think you skip the first, you can skip a lot of the game. Well, with the, with the new game plus you can, your teacher level goes over to the next playthrough. Yep. Which is huge. Well, it's, I mean, it makes it so you can, you can level everything up so much faster. There's less grinding, a lot less grinding. Yeah. Uh, but besides that, that's pretty much it. I've been pretty much busy. I was annoyed though. I got a flat tire on Monday as I'm sitting side of the road. I'm texting my husband. Can't believe I didn't bring my switch to work today. That would be the day. That would have been the day. That was a really funny message you sent us. Not the flat tire one. The fact that you forgot your switch. I was like, oh, that's not. Because like <laughs> yeah. everywhere. And the one time you actually need it because you can't. Oh my God. This freaking Joy-Con has drift. I hate my life. They all have drift, Joe. They all have drift. Just don't even use them. They have so much drift, they're going to get their own movie. Yeah, Tokyo Drift. I'd invest in the Switch Elite controller. It's going to be Fast 9, the Joy-Con drift. (laughs) (laughs) I think they're on 10 already, aren't they? Thank you, Daryl, for getting my joke. 
I got your joke. <laughs> I got if you lob them up, I'll slam them down. You know what I've not been playing? Switch. Stupid system. No. I've actually been playing a lot. <laughs> I've actually been playing a lot of Switch. Uh, I played a lot of Switch with Corey the past week. We beat Donkey Kong Country 1 and 2, which are like classics. And we did them for uh, Be Legit. Well, gotta get my boy more points. I played... Be Legit. Too, I played, too Legit uh, to quit. I picked up this game called um, Moonlighter. It's like an indie game on Switch. I know Kalai has it on Game Pass, I believe. No, I have it on Switch. Oh, you have it on Switch. Oh, that's right. You got a code. That's right. That's right. You told me. Sorry. I spoke incorrectly. Wow. It's like, oh, thanks, terrible. It's a, it's a cool little uh, roguelite where basically you own a shop, but you also go into dungeons, and like everything that you get from the dungeon, like all the items like you pick off of enemies when you kill them or get from chests, you have to sell back to make money to get better things and then go back in the dungeon and rinse and repeat. So it's endless. It's got a story to it that does end, though. And there's a new game plus, which is pretty cool. And other Sweet. than that, I played Hyrule Warriors, which I do every week. So I did Eclipse 200 hours, though. Or almost 220 hours now of gameplay on that. So Good lord. I almost beat an entire map, finally. <clears throat> After 200, that's 200, insane. And there's just Daryl. There's so many things to unlock in that game. Kali, I'll tell you. There's just so many things to unlock. Well, the funny part is, is that you, we, you and I are talking Nintendo. And Daryl's just like, "Yep, that's awesome. Go for it." <laughs> Daryl plays, Team, Daryl, Daryl, Daryl plays his Switch when he wants. I'm, he's on vacation and can't play his PS4. I play my Switch, and now you know what I've been doing up until the probably the past two weeks. I've been taking my Switch to work with me and playing on my lunch breaks. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I've been trying. I've been trying. Have you been trying any Switch games? You've been playing mostly Resident Evil games. Uh, I played that uh, Lust for Darkness, which is a PC game. <clears throat> oh, that's cool. So, that's cool. I mean, I, it, think- I played it for for the I played it for the beatdown. I mean, for the call your shot. So it wasn't bad. I mean, it's uh, it wasn't amazing i probably wasn't the best game to play on the switch but there's some stuff that i don't want to sit in front of my console and play and so i've been trying to kind of push my indies towards the switch and focus on them there and of course i've got every resident evil game on it too so that's what i've been doing and like Corey complains because he's like no you should buy that on a ps4 so you can get trophies and then we can play it together and i'm like but i like playing those type of games on my switch yep it's angry but anyway um I've been playing Pokemon Sword a lot again because I'm trying to like 100% the game, which is going to take forever because I want to max out the decks, but I also want to max out every character to level 100. So that's like. And since what the like, audience can't see is Daryl just nodding his head, agree. Daryl's like, both hands. Say the podcast. Hey, I love, I love my camera on just so I can support you guys as you, and like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, good. That's, that's pretty good, much good all. Job. I haven't really played much. I mean, I, I dived a little bit further into Red Dead Redemption Two, which I said I would do as one of my five, uh, my five bucket list games this year, my solo quest. So I've been trying to knock some of that out. I've been playing a, a mission of that a day and a mission of GTA Five a day. So I've been trying to do both of them at the same time, but only do like one mission a day, like one story mission a day. So I mean, GTA will take like sixty-five days to beat, and Red Dead Redemption I might beat by like next March. Uh, I want to play both of those games, so <clears throat> and I've got them. 
there's different stages of where my games exist physically in the house. <laughs> Ultimately, the end goal is to get to the PlayStation. So, for example, I've got my game room, and there's like games on all the shelves. There's probably 200, 250 games on those shelves. Those are not getting played anytime soon. There's another shelf upstairs with about 40 to 60 games on it. Those are the I'm going to play those soon games. Then there's a stack of about 10 on the PlayStation itself. Like, I'm going to play those real soon games. And then there's about 100 downloaded on the console. Those are the definitely going to play those like right now. And then Dying Light had an event. So I've been playing that. So you're basically saying you trickied yourself. I tricked myself. You pulled a tricky. And for anybody who doesn't know what that means, that means he just played one game that he's been playing for years and just went back to it again. It basically means that I cloud save, I save scum, someone else's game save on games I clearly cannot beat myself and then claim them as a be legit game. Wait, that's that's not the same thing, is it? Uh, oh yeah because you know i could beat all those games in one day daryl each one of them so so i talked to tricky about it okay so i i want to kind of i want to back up a little bit we've got a lot of new listeners to the show and a lot of people haven't been with us you know since the beginning so a lot of people don't understand the history we have with tricky and the proven gamer network so the Loot Bros podcast used to be Remember the Loot podcast. And we were on the uh, Proven Gamer Network. He picked us up after our like third show or something like that. And we did a lot of like uh, guest appearances back and forth on the shows. And we would get on there and like WWE wrestling style trash talk on the shows. And we had a couple competitions between the shows. Tricky and I are good friends off camera, off mic. Now, that being said, Tricky cheats at every single thing he has ever done in his life. And that is 100% fact. And I say that as a friend. <laughs> I mean, I can't trust a man who, who, who's, who plays video games on his work truck. On his like, work truck. He's supposed to be, you know saying, deceptive. manning the streets of New York City, keeping things safe, keeping it clean. <laughs> And he's over there. And and he has found Tricky is I thought about this today at work, and this is the this is the main the most preparation I did for the show this week. Tricky is the Eddie Guerrero of podcasting. I lie, I cheat, I steal. I lie, I cheat, I steal. Oh <laughs> I love it. Tricky Tricky is cheating. And so like I, so like the other day, there was a little back and forth going on in one of the uh Facebook threads. And I, to my fault, I have not been in the threads, like commenting with people and like going back and forth. Like I used to, I've just been really, really busy. And so, um, I get on there and I throw a little shade at tricky, you know, about safe scumming and all that stuff. And then some other people who are participating, I don't know if they just took that or the constant back and forth of tricky as like, there's legit arguing and problems going on. And so, like, you know, it, it, there's no hard feelings. Me and Tricky have fun. Uh, he's cheating. I know it. I can't prove it, so we're not disqualifying him. 
<laughs> he's a real good cheater, so he'll probably get away with it. He might be. Um, he might, he has, is, is he going to keep CJ a real good run for his money for the Rat King title? Uh-huh. Well, he can't even do that good because I looked at his uh, his trophy history, and this is this is where I double down on the fact that he's not beating these old games, right? Um, <clears throat> he can't even platinum some of these rat games. Ratchet and Clank. There's, yeah, he can't platinum Ratchet and Clank like that. That race is not hard, and I watched him on a stream fail at it over and over and over again. And so, like, I like Tricky. Tricky's not good at games. I'm not good at games, so I can say that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I suck at games. Uh, but, yeah, so I said that in the thread. I'm like, man, I've seen you play. Come on, bro. Come on. You ain't got a lot to have friends. <laughs> and, uh, but anyways, so, yeah, so I just want everyone who's listening to know that, like, we're all we're all good. We're all good friends. I don't want anyone to think that just because if I legit have a problem with something or somebody, you're not going to know and you're not going to see it in a thread. That's for sure. You're just going to notice that the hosts start disappearing. (laughs) Uh, You're welcome. (laughs) As for what I've been playing, I told you, obviously, Dying Light, there's a a six-year anniversary event going on right now, and they've got some new infected out. They've got some challenges. The game doesn't get old. It is so good. It is so much fun. I just, I absolutely adore that game. So I popped in my PS4 copy and I jumped into the streets of Haran and I was out, you know what I'm saying? Saving people, saving survivors, killing these little zombie screaming kids, freaking looting packages and and saving, you know what I'm saying? My little villages. Uh, I've been, I played several rat plats, uh, knocked some of those out. There's a couple nights me and the wife were hanging out and talking and I didn't really want to like invest in anything. So I'm just popping trophies for no, for, you know, just like crazy. Um, Max Payne three, just doing a little trophy cleanup. Um, I actually was listening and shout out to Joe for being on push to plat this week. I was listening to you and your arbitrary 50% number. And I think I might adopt that as a principle to to play by because games like Max Payne, where you can't get the hundred percent, like that's a really good, like, okay, well, you know, get get your money's worth, get your, you know, I want to go past the story because I love this game so much, but like, I can't, there's a, when do I stop it? You know, do I stop when I've, do I push it so hard that I get frustrated with the fact that I can't finish it? Or That's do I what just she said. JT's just going to come at you, so just, 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 you well, know, you know. It's I, and I, and I, I appreciate JT being the voice of reason. You know what I'm saying? Somebody who, who has struggles with burnout from trophy hunting and grinding. You know, like someone who has, like, when he sets his mind to something, can accomplish anything, and then. He's like, you know what? This is stupid. I'm not having fun. And then can sit there and tell other people you should stop. And I, I love that. Uh, <laughs> so, like, yeah, no, no, I really do. I think that, like, he is the example. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm on a trophy hunt. I'm going to do it all. I'm going to go crazy and I'm going to do it, you know, like nobody else. And then he's like, you know what? This is stupid. I'm not having fun. I'm just going to play games for fun. When he turns it off, he turns it off. When he turns it on, he turn, he really turns it on. So, um, and, and so I was listening to you tell that story. Jeez, party foul! You hit the mic. Uh, Mom, I was it was my it was my blankie. 
Uh, my, <laughs> I got my, I got my leggy. Um, well, I was listening to you tell that story and I was like, you know what? If you can't get a hundred percent, why even do 50? And I agree. Uh, was this the blankie party? Everybody hold up your blankie. <laughs> if you're listening to the show home, hold up your blankie. <laughs> my I was so broke. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so, and I get that. But like with the games like uh, Max Payne, I want to play this game until I I want to just I really would go for the platinum in this game. I love it so much. Go for all so, the go for all the non online achievements. Just like one hundred percent offline it. I don't know. Then I think that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> Give yourself uh, an arbitrary platinum for, and let, then you come <laughs> on the show. You can be like, I have a hundred and. One, yeah, yeah, I can make it. And a half, and a half platinums. Yeah, two hundred seventeen and a half platinums. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, that's me. I don't, I don't have anything. Uh, I, I will say this one more, and this one is for my boy uh, Tommy Gun, the franchise killer. Alien Isolation sucks. <laughs> just, just throwing that out there. Like this game has all the elements of a good game. Somewhere I don't know where they're at because everyone who talks about the game talks about how great it is and how brilliant it is at what it does. Like the fact that the alien always knows where I am and the AI robots always know where I am. That's not fun. The game I'm I'm not having a good time. I've beaten probably five or six chapters now. I don't think I'm quite halfway through the game. You play on easy? Uh, Yeah, I'm playing on easy because I ain't about that. Hard as hell. It's hard it's hard, as hell. It's, it's hard on easy. I know. <laughs> like, I, I, I tried to play it like years ago, and I was like, I'm just not having fun playing this. And like anybody who has a platinum in that game hates their life. Like I'm sorry. Like I don't know how you have it. Like Dead Space is a hard platinum, but that like that that destroys the Dead Space platinum for me. But Dead Space is fun. You know? Imagine trying to get the collectibles in that game and beat it, Daryl. No. Like no. no. I don't hate my life because I couldn't because I, I can't I, even beat the levels. Yeah. Hide. And I can't I'm not having fun. That's the problem. Like I'm not like I was gonna say, Daryl, um uh, do you think you'll be celebrating the Dying Light seventh anniversary without Dying Light 2? Because I do. Yeah, I keep hearing that there's like turmoil in the studio. So I think I'll we might get honest. Dead Island. I think we might get Dead Island 2 before we get that <laughs> Yeah. I'll be honest, I don't know that we need a dying light to You don't. I, I think they made I, a good good enough skeleton that you can update that one. I think they almost used it like a platform. Yeah. And just kept releasing like these events have kept me going for years. So I don't know. All right, Zach, what have you been playing? Dude, I haven't had time to really play anything. Wow, you so suck. the only game I have under my belt right now is Valorant. So, uh, that's that shooter. Yeah, it's like CS:GO, but okay. uh, you get to play as like heroes and stuff. How is it? It's fun. It's a lot of fun. I've been playing with uh some of my friends and stuff. Heck yeah! Practicing, getting better at using the keyboard and mouse. How's that coming along? Because I can't do it. <laughs> I'm not good at it at all. But practice so, makes perfect. The whole like the trick is to actually get it. I got the G five hundred two mouse, which has like ten different buttons. I just put everything to my to my mouse, and Jim's like, "If you want to put all buttons in one hand, why don't you just use a controller?" I was like, "Oh, it's not the same." It's not as accurate. 
You're right. And um, uh, our my brother, Gagum, the uh, most popular streamer that I know, he came over the other day and we were, uh, matter of fact, it was for my birthday. He come and just hung out for a couple hours. And we went on all the different um, like Steam places. We're buying a bunch of games and just spending money on crap we'll never play. And I bought uh, Max Payne 2 on PC and there's no controller support. So we're sitting here playing it and he's talking about how like he struggled to adapt to mouse and keyboard as a you know full-time PC player now. Excuse me. I'm like, dude, I just can't do it. Like I've been trying. I've tried with several different games. My, my brain depends, just won't allow it. It depends on the game too. So if you're using the wrong game, for example, if it's in third person, you're really better off using a controller. So, like, when I play Gears of War, I don't use mouse and keyboard. I use a controller. It's first person primarily. Right. And I agree with that, but, like, Max Payne 2 doesn't have controller support. Or at least it didn't have it on the Steam page, and so I didn't plug up a controller and try it. So, I don't know if that changes, if there's certain games that, even though they don't say it has it, it still works. But, I don't know. Anyways, what were you saying, Zach? No, I was just saying, that's all I've had time for, really. No, no, I thought you said before, we talked right before the show, you said there was another game you were playing. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> Honey Pop. <laughs> that's right. It's uh, Candy Crush Hentai. Yeah, no, wait, Tatter, Tatter. That's <laughs> 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 That's right, I'm glad you reminded me of that. <laughs> All right, so explain this Candy Crush kind of thing. All right, so basically you you're you get like uh cursed by this uh fairy, I I believe. And you have to she's like trying to help you get laid. And you have to it's it's got some depth into it for you know, this kind of game. And you got to figure out what these girls like and then you have to kind of match the the icons of what their personality traits are like and a match three or more like a um, yeah like yeah. three you can match like up three is like the minimum and then mm-hmm. you can match like four to five to six and then however if they stack that high what is this called honey pop oh, i'm downloading this shit right now it's like 10 bucks i think right anime now. titties what <laughs> <That's so cool. laughs> Yeah, they just released Honey Pop 2. I was going to play the first one first before I go to that one. Well, if it's got a storyline, duh, you gotta play the first one first. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It actually does. It does. So. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So, (laughs) how does one find games like that? Like, is it something you're actively seeking out or it just falls in your lap? (laughs) Well, actually, I heard this one from a friend. He said, "He said, uh, his friend challenged him to a hundred percent it. And he was like, all right, bet.' And he did, and he loved it. So he told, he recommended it to me. So <laughs> if the game's over seven hours, it's be legit. No. <laughs> I don't know if it's that long, actually. No. I don't It'd think it is. Kind of if it That's was. what she said. Like, Anime titties are legit." <laughs> <laughs> Seven hours long. It's so cool. Oh my gosh. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> if you're listening to the show and you made it this far, 
I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Our sincere apology. Uh, Kalai, do you want to <laughs> break us off with the backlog beatdown? Absolutely. Uh, so, uh, for anybody that's new, we're doing what's called backlog beatdown because we all buy a bunch of games and we don't play them. Uh, this year, we're giving you a minimum. You make a minimum list of five games. You play that list, you report that list, and you move on to your next five games. Booyah. Currently, our top contender is Ponder with 25 points. Good. He's killing it. He really is. Followed by Tricky with 18. Dude. <laughs> Followed by Gareth with 12. Legit. JT with 10. So plot. <laughs> Jared with 9. Uh, Joe is eight. All right. I heard Joe has been taking a dive. Are you not reporting all the games you beat? Now, I know there's the call your shot, which is different than the be legit. Uh, Are you not? I reported nine games. Uh, I have one more to finish on my second list. I actually, and if you you click my name when you go in a call your shot, it'll show you all my pictures. There's nine of them there. Okay. No, he he's actually so what he likes to do, and he did this last year to me. He doesn't like to put them up when he beats them. He just waits and then just dumps them oh. on top of me. So yes, I know exactly what he's doing. He's doing exactly what he did last year. So he's not reporting. He's just lazy. So plus, uh, Daryl with seven. Yes. I am still stuck at seven because this list, I decided I was going to put Alien Isolation and Bloodborne. Wow. I, sh- I told my question. I wasn't me. thinking, man. I, I really should have put one of those next month or next list. But Did you see my question in Discord? We're not read. there yet. Not We're yet. not whoa, there. Whoa, whoa, pump the brakes, bro. Pump, pump. I'm just saying. It's a funny question. We gotta do the li- we gotta do the scores first. God. I'm still Jeez. mad over the fact that my like first seven games I beat this year don't count because I beat them all before the fifteenth and I posted them like day one like I was all like cocky and shit. I'm right seven yep. points ahead of everybody in there. I was like, no, nah, I don't start to the fifteenth. Like, <laughs> what, what does uh Roddy Piper say? Just when you think you know the answers, I change the question. You got me there, bro. You got so- me there. <laughs> All right. Just... Homer gets stuffed is at six. I'm at six. James is at five. Matthew is at five. T Bird's at four. Spider Packs is at three. Good. Who's oh, beating Pack. Levi at, t- at two? Yeah, he is. William is at two, which I hope is correct because I don't always see his post. So I hope he's not reporting and I'm missing. He he's been posting a lot of games he's beat, but he hasn't been using the hashtags. So I don't know what's on his list and what's not. If you don't use the hashtags, be legit, backlog beat down, call your shot, something of that nature, or the BLB call your shot, the one that we've kind of coined for this event, then I don't even go investigating. And then Jim with one. So- yeah, Jim. Just let me bang bro is at one. <laughs> Best name on the on the whole event. <laughs> you guys should win by default. <laughs> he does. Uh, Cray only has one point. Cause he's so. Uh, um, Noah I, I think, has I one the point. Per- Cause he's so. 
TTAM or Matt Backwards is only one. Young UK is one. And Zachary Ledford is one. Now, yeah. I would like to take a special consideration. Did you see CJ's post this he week? A, yeah, he took a dive and gave himself a negative 10. No, yeah. he's dumb at the beginning of the year. He's like, I don't want to live by five games. I'm going to put a whole giant list. And then he doesn't want to play any of them. So, see, for all you guys who wrote into the show and were like, I don't think it's fair. I didn't get the big list. Look what happened. Someone put a big list down and then wanted to play completely different games. So they had to bail on their list. And now he went from a positive score to a negative score. Simple science. How do you get a negative when you, when you can't even get negatives from buying games this year? Come on, CJ. <laughs> yeah, nobody, like, nobody likes a quitter, CJ. God. <laughs> wow. Wow, CJ. Wow. And my two. All right, check it out. Tangentially to the Backlog Beatdown, we also have a couple custom leaderboards. For all you nerds and dorks out there who like to get trophies and achievements, like me. So if you head on over to truetrophies.com, set yourself up a nice little profile, link it with your PlayStation. It'll keep track of all your trophies, and then every seven days we read the results. Except Uh, on weeks where I have a chance to be on the board, then they skip them. I mean, you know, sometimes you got to make changes, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) So in first place this week, for the very first time, it is Stink Palm with 227 trophies. Congratulations, Stinky. (laughs) Uh, Now, he got a large trophy dump because when he bought the PS5, he did the same thing I did and made changed something on his privacy settings, and it locked him out of the the websites, the the trophy tracking websites. So he just went and changed it, and it dumped all his points, all his trophies at once. uh, And he'll probably do it again next week, too. It'll probably do another dump. So, but yeah, so first place, Stink Palm with 227. Second place, Red Beard Rick with 61. Good job. I like seeing new names in the leaderboards. Third place, old Cheater Mick, I mean, uh, Tricky Mick with 49 trophies. <laughs> Fourth place, Resident Daryl with 44. And fifth place, Gaz Davis with 20. I'm actually going to keep going. Sixth place, Tide, number six and seven with Enzy Nitro. And Mr. TMNT84 with 12 trophies apiece. And then I'm going to skip down just a little bit. Old, the franchise killer, Tommy Gunn, is in ninth place with seven trophies. And he don't care about them stinking trophies. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I like seeing y'all on there. It's good. It's good for business. You know what I mean? For business. That's right. All right. So. Head on over to trueachievements.com. Check out the Loot Bros Podcast Custom Leaderboard. First place, we got Cool Kid Joe, 3,760 achievement points. Second place, The Alpha Seagull with 3,185 achievement points. Third place, we got GDI Master Ace with 340. That's a big, that's a big drop there. In fourth place, we got Resident Daryl with 310. I forgot I was playing Donut County. I forgot. I was waiting on my family to get ready to go eat dinner, get ready to go to soccer, all this stuff. And I'm like, well, I'm waiting on you nerds. I'm going to play Donut County. And my wife made fun of me for how stupid of a game she thought it was. 
She don't know nothing. All right. In fifth place, we got Redbeard Rick with 280 points. In sixth place, back from the dead, Josh has issues with 40 points. In seventh place, Dump Liquor, he's back with 30 points. Hadn't heard from old Dump Liquor in a while. And then in eighth place, bringing up the rear, Mally 21 with 10 achievement points. Where did I get 10 achievement points in? <laughs> it says you got them in uh, uh, Alavastia Chronicles. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So and then, of course, go. and then I bought it on the Switch because I thought it'd be better portable. All right. All right. Joe, you don't have the notes in front of you, do you? Nobody has the notes in front of them. You didn't send them out. Oh, crap. I'm getting ready to read the wrong notes. (laughs) 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 That would have sucked. I would have read the wrong question. Who wants to read questions uh, for this week then? Because I don't have them in front of me. I have the Discord up. If you want to look through the Facebook group, I can start with the Discord questions. Booyah. Perfect. It's teamwork right there, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Our first question comes from, uh, of course, Joe, who insists on uh, reading me reading this question and how embarrassed I'm going to make him. Well, hang on. Before you make him embarrassed, we should probably announce the winner for our, the question of the week from last month. Oh, please do. All right. So we did get a little ahead of ourselves. Got a little excited. So ready for the questions. Check it out. What we're doing this year for the Loot Bros Podcast is that each week we vote on what we think is the best question of the week. Now, sometimes it might be that you wrote in something so absurd that we just can't forget about you. And it was the question of the week. Sometimes it's something very thought-provoking and we have a really good, intelligent adult conversation. Other times it could cause us to think about time travel and going back to become our own grandparents <laughs> and how that can break your brain. So well, what we're going to do is each week, we're going to pick the question of the week. And then at the end of the month, we're going to put them all together. And then we're going to vote on what we think is the question of the month and send you something nice. It might be some digital currency. It might be some digital games. It might be some of a, of a Zach's special only fans account promos. <laughs> 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 special discount codes that's right it could be a copy of um what is that game you're playing that uh candy honey, pop. Game? honey pop honey pop <laughs> could be a copy of honey pop you never know <laughs> so what we did was right before the show we got together and we voted on what we thought was the best question of last month and that goes out to ponder stibbins for the question of who would you take to fight the predator ripley or reese Congratulations, Ponder. You have the question of the month last month, and we will send. We'll, I'll, I'll message you, and we'll send you something nice. All right, Kali, it's all yours. All right, Joe asks Daryl, "Will, will Daryl? Because of course he can't spell. Will Daryl beat Bloodborne before its spider packs?" Now, the only reason why I'm surprised he asked this question is because if he's been listening to the show, he would know that spider packs has already beaten Bloodborne. If I'm correct. No, no, oh, no, okay. no, no, the, no, the builder beat Bloodborne. Before no, oh, me. I'm sorry. I got them confused. Uh, Why well, I don't have kids. Because <laughs> you can't tell them apart. It's like, ah, I can't hear Joe again. <laughs> yeah, I think he's muted again. <laughs> it's his first time uh, doing a podcast. <laughs> 
so uh, so we'll, uh, who will be Bloodburn first? Um, at the rate I'm going, Spider Packs will grow up, become old enough to play the game, <laughs> and then beat the game before I can I can beat it. I'm I still three weeks later. I'm still stuck on the same boss. And I keep having people, I got people who jumped, who've joined my game, who are like new game plus five, new game plus seven. And it's like they join the game and then they can't beat this guy either. They get one shot and then we all get mad and quit. And it's it's like, I'm surprised you put it on your list. I'm so close to the end, you know, I've been playing it with my son and I'm like, ah, I'm right there at the end. My son is actually, he's on new game plus one and he's already beat most of the game. He's almost caught up with me. It's possible tomorrow we can play it together and he'll be caught up with me. So the thing is, soccer's in right now. So our like last Saturday, we spent almost all day. At the, or we spent the first half day at the field and then the second half of the day I had family over. So I didn't get to play at all last weekend. So maybe this weekend. But who knows? All right. Uh, Ponder says, which video game character would you most like to go on a day night out with and what would you do? This is the first question. So, which what character would go out with? Yeah, and what would you do? I'm I, I'm asking the question. Which what what character? Which video game character? Oh, I thought I, for whatever reason I thought you named a specific game. No. I would go. I would go out with Max Payne, and we would get. Sloppy, sloppy drunk, and everybody knows I don't drink. So, like that's like I would have like a sip of a of an alcoholic beverage, get totally hammered, take a bunch of pills, and then do slow motion bullet time shooting down mafia dons. <laughs> that sounds like a legit plan. <laughs> I would have to probably choose Marcus Phoenix. Oh, bring uh, it! Yes, where I would probably want to go paintballing with him. And of course, I would want a shotgun paintball so I can run around with uh, Marcus Venus going shotgun to the face. Razor hail. Bring it. <laughs> Man. I would choose uh, Trevor from GTA. We're going to do all kinds of crazy stuff. I was really hoping you were going to say Honey Pop. Honey Pop. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to name one of the main characters from Honey Pop. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do some lewd stuff. <laughs> we, we Do we lose Joe? And that, yeah, he's, he's being uh, revived. He's trying to learn how to use uh the internets. I just want to say this for the record, everyone makes fun of my crappy internet, my how bad my internet is, how hard it is on our shows, and look at that. Welcome to the dark side, Joe. Your internet's been really good. I think they did a really good job at upgrading Zencaster, though. Yeah, I mean the new the new upgrade is it's good. Uh, the next part of Ponder's question, which uh, I know um, Joe was excited for, is what is the best wrestling finish move of all time? Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That would be, in my opinion, the Stone Cold Stunner. And I couldn't agree more. I don't think there's a move out there that just encapsulates not just violence, but like just it's so aggressive and it's so simple. 
And then the the way people sell it makes it just it just changes <laughs> yep. the veracity of the move. So I think, in my opinion, Stone Cold Stunner, baby. Okay, that's the I agree. Of, that's the end of our questions. Unless Joe's ready to jump back in. No, no, no I, I got one. So I want to follow up on that one. Uh, oh, this sorry. One, no, no, you're good. You're good, Zach. What would your number two wrestling finishing move be? Okay, if I had to choose. Um, would it be a honey pop move? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the double dog. No. Tyler Bate does it. Do you remember what he calls it? Uh, the master he- baiter. <laughs> <laughs> he does this really sick uh, pile driver thing. I, I'm pretty sure that was him. It was either him or Pete Dunn that did it in the UK division. Huh. I am not f- I'm not sure which movie you're talking about. It's amazing. And he also does this really insane like corkscrew off the top rope. That's really yeah. cool. So I uh, okay, so before Brock Lesnar became a thing, right? My brother and I would create wrestling moves with our action figures and stuff like that. And I was real big into the Attitude Era, so like when Sable was a thing, and then uh, yeah, you're doing a great job, Kali. Just kind of <laughs> nodding, yeah. <laughs> uh, but like whenever uh, Sable used to come out with Marvelous Mark Marrow, and he would do the TKO, but, which is essentially a Death Valley driver, but he would kind of roll over on top of him. So what I had this idea that instead of doing the TKO where you roll on them, you just spin them around and give them a DDT, which when Rod Lesnar came out, that essentially is the F5. A little less emphasis on the on the DDT part, you know? So I'm partial to the F5 only because as a child, I created that move and Rod Lesnar stole it from me. I am so far gone from wrestling that that just sounds like a bunch of STDs to me. <laughs> and then at the end of the day, yeah, after you wrestle moves, you just give them an STD. So, that, we're done. <laughs> so. but yeah, that's uh, so I guess that was that's that. Uh, yes, Facebook questions. Did you find them? Uh, I did. Uh, Matt writes in and says to RGB. Or to not RGB? That is the question. And I guess it's supposed to be side question, but he wrote Sid question. Pancakes or waffles? So I guess the first part of the question, to Ruth Bader Ginsburg, oh wait, that's RBG. So to put lights in it or not put lights in it? I'm going to say don't put lights in it. It's a waste of money. Oh no, lights, all the lights. Mine are all pretty. Mine has to be pretty. I can change my color to my mood, the color of my eyes, what I'm wearing, the t-shirt. Hmm. Okay. What about you, Zach? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not a big fan of that. Yeah, I don't me either. care about that at all. I get like, so in my That's office upstairs, I have like one strip of, of lights that goes behind my, you know what I'm saying, my TV, my yeah. 55-inch 4K. And that's it. It's too that's distracting. All it's too distracting to me. Well, I don't want to look at that while I'm playing games. Well, it looks cool, but it all requires more power, more money, and more effort into your rig. And it's already expensive enough to be a PC player. So, 
There you go. Um, in the second part of his question, which is the part that really matters, pancakes or waffles? Oh, that's tough. I'm going to go with waffles. Ooh. I think, the, I think and, maple syrup no, is better. No, no, no. You have to go first. There's a reason for this, and I'm going to explain it when it gets to my turn. Uh, okay, okay, okay. okay. You, I'm sorry, Zach, I interrupted you. What were you going to follow up with? Oh, I was just saying, I feel like maple syrup tastes better on waffles. Oh, you know what? I don't know that I notice a difference between the two of them. I like pancakes a lot. I think I'm a pancake guy more than a waffle guy. My but wife made pa- waffles the other day. I saw that. Oh my she god! Did it. it looked good, didn't it? Yeah, she bought a waffle maker and then made Belgian waffles last night. She put cinnamon and brown sugar in them and then put chocolate chips in it as well. So really, really, really <laughs> go pancakes. Well, here's the thing. My wife makes mean pancake too, so uh, that's the. It's hard, but like I don't know. We she loves this little place called Eggs Up Grill. And we'll go there, and they do like pecan praline pancakes with uh, homemade or you made from scratch. Um, what's it called? Uh, it's like a drizzle they make out of like cream cheese. Oh my gosh, it's so good! So I'm gonna go with even though my mom, my wife makes some bomb waffles, I'm gonna go with pancakes. Joe, is Joe back? I mean, we can't we can't hear Joe. He's no, it's not working. Uh, Joe, pancakes, yes or no? Nod your head. Nah, yes, pa- he pancakes. Up. Pancakes. <laughs> thumbs pa- up. Pancakes. You heard it here first. Waffles or waffles? <laughs> waffles. Yeah, waffles. Two thumbs up. Yes. Okay, that's very important. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> Me and my good friend Matt have been having this discussion for a long time. Pancakes are way better than. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. As she said, no waffles are better than pancakes because they have little crevices to hold your syrup. And we've been having this entire pancake versus waffle debate for the longest time. I'm mean, sending <laughs> each other videos about pancakes. It's hysterical. So he always likes to ask that, or I like to ask that. So, yes, Waffles wins again. Uh, oh, he makes a good point. What about French toast? No, that's not even a thing. Don't even go there. Oh, that, is, nah, that is a contender, I feel a like. New challenger has entered. <laughs> I like French toast better than both. Honestly, I think I agree. No, oh, But I do like snap. waffles more than pancakes. <laughs> we got we got more thumbs up in the French toast. <laughs> no, 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 the no. question was only waffles or pancakes. <laughs> you you must help me defeat him. <laughs> we got it. Too sweet. Too sweet. Too sweet. Too sweet. <laughs> uh, yes. Okay. All right. That was a great question, Matt. You just keep them bad boys coming. Jared writes in. He says, "Should whoever wins the keys to Daryl's house this week feel bad for making him sleep on the floor?" If you can come and take these keys for me, big boy, I'll sleep on the floor. <laughs> no, what he meant to say was all you have to do is bring Snyder cut and Ooh. he'll sleep on the floor. So check it out. You want to get, you want to get me all right? You bring the, bring a copy of the Snyder cut over and I will sit in front of the TV like a child laying on my belly with holding my hands up with my feet kind of in the air, just kicking back and forth. So excited. 
So I, I can't, you guys, I can't freaking wait for the Snyder Cut. Like they keep, like Junkie XL did a four hour long music score for it. It is going to be amazing. Like you just, you just have no idea. <laughs> you have no freaking idea. All right. Jared also writes in and says a whole lot of words about censorship in games. Boo. <laughs> I'm doing my best. Here we go. Let's see if I can read good. Last week, I joked about GTA being canceled because it's in the... Jeez, here we go. Because this isn't the first time, comma, but with the recent attacks on the Muppets, Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head, and the Dr. Seuss books, cancellation is becoming a serious concern to me. I used to collect physical movies. In the last few years, I've been expanding my digital movie collection because I don't have the room for physical media. It's now clear that the it's now clear that the digital purchases can be removed from your collection or changed without your consent, and it pisses me off to think how many movies I own digitally that can be removed or altered because a few people are overly sensitive. I fear video games are next. Unless you have a hard copy, will you be able to get the GTA Ballad of Gay Tony? Will you be able to play Toe Jam and Earl, who are obviously black stereotypes from the early 90s? Miranda's Boutte from Mass Effect got canceled. Does it bother you that the original artist, excuse me, that the artist's original vision can be so easily erased? Is this impacting your decision whether you should buy digital or physical? And in, in uh, parentheses, he writes, it is impacting his decision. Uh, lots of games these days are released broken and often need updates. In cases like this, game censorship can be forced on you even if you have the physical copy. What games uh, that you love do you fear can be banned or altered for better or for worse in the future? And we're going to stop right there because that's a lot of information and a lot of questions. And the last part is neither here nor there. So for, I'm going to take well, this one first. Hang on. Before you get into it, Zach, let me go ahead and say, that's why I'm trying to tell you don't buy digital. They're changing books digital. They're changing movies digital. They're changing everything. Don't buy, don't buy your games digital. Don't buy your movies digital. Stick to physical. All right? I get so sick and tired of hearing this argument. Oh, but Daryl, oh, but you don't really own even the physical versions. Listen here, right? When the, when Skynet takes over, all right, and then we we destroy the internet to keep Skynet from working together to enslave us as as a human race. You won't have no internet no more. We're going to kill the internet as our own grandpa because I'm going to go back in time, become my own grandpa. We're going to kill the internet, and then you're going to have no choice but to play your disc based games. So yes, censorship censorship is a problem. Cancel culture is a problem, and buying digital media is a problem. So your disc based games won't work without the updates from the internet. So you'll be you'll be effed either way. That's right, because nowadays we're buying broken games. But at least you have a game. Would you can so really do is so still broken game classics. is better than no game at all. A broken game is better than a censored game every day of the week. I'd rather have the artist's original broken vision than the Josh Whedon cut of the censorship. 
Snyder Cut, baby. <laughs> uh, how do you guys feel about it? I mean, legit though. I mean, stuff's getting rewritten. Stuff's getting canceled. I mean, yeah, it's becoming a problem. How long before? Uh, one of the things that Jared asked was, "What games do we fear would be canceled?" Well, I mean, or, or, or edited or censored. I think if anyone's gonna go and censor at anything, Duke Nukem, baby. They're gonna go. They're gonna go from for the Duke. They're gonna go straight for the King. Why would they even go for the King? He comes out like every thirty years of the game. Because he's long lasting, you know. Because the king, baby, he's got more delays than any <laughs> franchise ever, dude. Balls of steel, baby. I think right. right now that's what we need. We need a new Duke Nukem game to come out and to make fun of today's political climate. Uh, and I don't mean like political as in like actual politics and policy. Um, I think we should, they, he should be out to make fun of like basically people's stances. You know what I'm saying? People's sensitive natures. We need Duke to come out and bully people back into not being sissies. <laughs> So I'm going to take a different stand on this, and I'm probably going to get hate in your in, in the group for this, but I kind of understand cancel culture only because I was bullied as a kid, and especially in the gaming industry, we're supposed to be all-inclusive. I, I want to be in a community that, you know, includes me and doesn't make fun of me, and that's, you know... That is very important. And in today's society, a lot more women are coming into the gaming industry or coming into games in general. And, you know, it's kind of can be a turnoff or can be scary for women when they see these crazy ass, you know, the representations. And I understand they want more women. Uh, But yeah, you know, games are changing over the past 30 years. So I kind of get cancel culture. I I kind of stand behind a lot of it. Sometimes they go overboard, but I understand it. Because again, I'm a person that wants everybody to be included and not feel like, you know, that they're being made fun of or, you know, that their religion isn't correct or their political interests aren't correct. But you do understand that the very nature of cancel culture is, in fact, picking a side and flipping. You, you is picking winners and losers. So, you're by favoring one, you are then bullying out the other. I don't think that's quite cancel culture. Is it's more? I guess the best way to put it is I want to be inclusive without bullying, to the point of bullying, because. A lot of times, like, they take stuff and they just run with it and run with it and run with it. Like, I understand why the Mandalorian chick was fired. She works for Disney, which is a family-oriented thing. She needed to keep her mouth shut. But have but, you actually read her stuff? Because that one, I will go to the grave on. That one was absolutely so backwards like there are literal other people with different political stances who have the almost identical tweets in existence but favoring the opposition and it's okay you know what i had to read it a few times because i don't i didn't really understand 
that's how bad it is. They I didn't understand what people were upset about. I just about. feel like cancel cancel culture. I'm sorry. I just feel like cancel culture has made it so people can't like live their lives privately, like at all. Like any celebrities, I feel so bad for them. Like they can't say anything because it's like scrutinized under a microscope now. They say one wrong thing, they can get canceled from existence. How fair is that? And like, look at all these people trying to cancel all these video games for like having these stances or not having a stance or not protecting people under like the new PC policy that our world is under now. Like it's kind of like Daryl, it's Daryl has a point. Like at some point it is like pussification of like people and like not being able to handle things. Like how come 20 years ago, 30 years ago, this was all fine. And I don't want to hear it's because like we were better people. We're better people. Now we know better. I just think people, people back then, just didn't have they didn't care about stuff like this like it wasn't like a thing to care about and now it is so now it's a problem because everybody is quote unquote woke for a better word and i and i think like i just want to play games and i just want to watch things and i don't want people's opinions to affect someone else's viewpoints and like what their original vision for something was like daryl said like i don't want like a Josh Whedon of anything, unless it's Josh Whedon Buffy, because that's the only good thing Josh Whedon's ever made in his goddamn career. <laughs> Everything else he's made is complete freaking trash. It it it's it's crazy because like uh like and I I try real I I I try real hard to see both sides of of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like I I've got friends on the left, I got friends on the right. Uh, I love that middle ground, and I say that as a conservative Christian cisgendered um, white male. You know what I'm saying? Like f- from my throne of privilege. <laughs> Wait, you identify uh, as cisgender? Wow. From his, it, from his it, throne it, of privilege, people. <laughs> Welcome to the throne of privilege podcast. It was a joke. But I, I say, I, I like, okay, there's always two sides of everything, you know? And like, okay, this big inclusive, everything's, see, the problem is everybody like, I say everybody, it's a very general way of putting it. The problem with cancel culture is that it is under the guise of inclusivity and diversity, which are things that everybody wants, right? Like nobody really wants anyone to miss out because on an entertainment thing or a fun thing or what a life thing because they chose to do and live their lives differently. You know, the problem is this like the movement Sounds really good, but the impl- the 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 way they implement the movement is, in fact, the exact thing they say they're standing against. You know, like cancel culture exists because you're picking a side and you are literally bullying out the other. And the Gina Carano is a prime example. Um, this guy that just had to step down from um, the uh, Hogwarts game. You know, he's 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 being bullied out because he has a YouTube channel that doesn't even say anything explicit or do anything explicit or, or even derogatory towards another type of people. It just does. He, he's, it shows on there. Hey, I have a difference of opinion. You know, I, he sounds like he leans somewhat conservative. I listened to some commentary on his stuff about it yesterday. You know, I feel, and it's like like, cancel, I feel like cancel culture is like Daryl. If you, I don't like your opinion, I'm going to cancel you. That's yeah, literally it, what it is. And it's exactly of, what it is. Kind of, it's kind of disgusting. But what's what's crazy is, right? Like it it 
it's cancel culture is under the disguise of inclusivity and diversity. If we were really truly inclusive and diverse, we'd be have full on conservative, you know, saying shows and games and movies and full on, you know, saying liberal, you know, whatever. And then you have your, your LBGT stuff. And then you have your, you know, I'm saying like black history month stuff. And it's like, and it would just be like, you know, like, Oh, here's this um, wave of, you know, I don't want to say feminist move, you know, but there's like, Oh, all the women getting their strong roles and doing all their cool stuff. And it would just be like, you know, like, Oh, that exists. And that's cool. Oh, this over here also exists. And that's cool. And it might, and this is something I've been saying on the show for four freaking years. It might not be for me, you know, and that's cool. You know, like not everything has to be for everybody. No, that's you know? the problem. That's the, that you just, you just nailed it on the head, Daryl. That's the problem. They want everything to be for everybody. And that's not the way the original intent of pro- the product was like, like I'll, I'll I'll take something I love, right? Ninja Turtles, super violent, right? And right. like, if it came out today, like it, it would have been bastardized, like the second Ninja Turtle movie was, where they took all the violence out, they took the heart of the movie out, which was like yep. the the violence and the kung fu and stuff like that, and they replaced it with like all this slapstick comedy. And oh, the dude, second one if... is a far inferior movie to the first because of it, and that's and that's like a super early example of like cancel culture, like. <laughs> Dude, if, if if Ninja Turtles was released today, you'd have to have um, a female, a female turtle. L- lesbian turtle. You'd have to have, um, a, you know, some sort of my, minority turtle that you know identifies as something else. I mean, like it's it's comical, and when I say it, it sounds like I'm making fun of it. But I dare you to turn on any television show right now and just look at the check boxes, you know, and it's like. I go and it's like okay, diversity and inclusivity, fine. It, but it feels like you're you, you're like oh, we got to go down the list. Let's make sure we check. Well, you're pandering. Something for, you're pan- right. You're, you're pandering. And, and it's not genuine. Now, on the flip side of that, The Last of Us Two. All right, the Naughty Dog team, Neil Druckmann and his team, they had their vision. They put it out there, and they stood by it. You know, and people were like, oh, we didn't like your thing. You know what they didn't do? They didn't they didn't apologize for it. They didn't back down for it. They're like, you know what? This was our vision and this is what it is. And I respect and love that. I'm like, hey, you know what? Something you do might not be for me. And that's cool. Glad it exists. Glad people love it. You know, I just think it's like you can't even make the comedies from the past anymore because of can't, you're like, just you oh. just just can't do that anymore. Like, yeah. The only thing I, I would be upset about, you know, like, I, I kind of agree with you guys. Like, I don't want them to, like, change things because they have to be inclusive. Like, but I, I don't want I don't want people to be racist. Like, I get canceling racist. You know what I mean? But, like, that's a fine line, Kalai, because if it's, like, the, the fine line is, like, everybody has to understand, like, and I feel I feel like we can't, we can't, we do sit on, all three of us sit on, like, this throne because we are essentially white. So, I mean, I'm Hispanic, but like, and you're, and you're Hawaiian. I'm but Indian. Like, but there you go. So, we have a little I, bit of diversity in this podcast, or a lot. But like, I have to say, like, predominantly I'm white. So, I sit on this kind of like white privilege where like I can sit on a higher tower and be like, well, it doesn't hurt my feelings. So, maybe it, it I don't really, it's not like I don't care, but it's like I don't experience that that prejudice and that racist, that racism. So like, it doesn't affect me to the same level that it would affect like, say like one of my friends, Isaac or someone else. 
because they have to deal with the fact that, you know, their race and the, their color of their skin plays a huge factor in everyday life, and mine doesn't. Right, and, but you also have to remember, I'm a woman. So it's not not always race for me. One hundred percent. Gender gender plays a huge role in it too. I mean, I, I but but let me let me get let me let me hit you with this, Kali. Do you feel like an, a role that was originally written for a male should just be written for should be rewritten for a female just because of the time and place that we're in in society right now? No, was- I know. I do not like that. I do not like when they force upon us. Yep. The gender role, however, and. But I will give you an example of where I think uh, I think the correction is good, and that's the whole Mass Effect thing. People are upset that they're they're making less butt shots. Well, that's ridiculous, though. That's just pettiness and stupidity. That's like people who want less anime titties. But... Are you going to let me finish my thought? No, no, go ahead. The so that game was made back when males dominated the entire industry of gaming you know as a male that's what you want to see males want to see ass and tits you know nowadays i mean nowadays with more women mass effect is a fantastic story and there are women that would be turned off playing that story because of the excessive ass i personally don't want to see it it's not my cup of tea so I understand that they want to show less. I think 20 years ago when the game was made with men being predominant, they used that to sell their game more. I also, but I also think that that vision collide or that notion that that stuff was inappropriate or not. Okay. That's, that's in society. Now that wasn't in society 20 years ago. People didn't think that kind of stuff was inappropriate or didn't voice their opinion on it. So it wasn't something that people were like, Oh well, we're not going to put this in our game because it's going to offend people. People didn't care about that stuff. It was just medium. It was just a piece of medium back then, and like that's where like Daryl and I are kind of like, well, it's just a game. It's just a movie. Like it's not real life. Like, so I'm going to have to chime in on behalf of our uh, LBGTQ family and say that uh, that is very privileged of you to collide to assume that other people that don't identify as the same sexuality as you uh, don't want to see more of Miranda's butt. Well, that's true. <laughs> and, 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 and I do that jokingly, but here yeah. is, here's the here's where we're at, right? Because we're all different and we all like different things. And there's an argument for every single aspect of society. Right. So like you got this group over here, that's like, here, here's my art. Here's my vision. And guess what? Oh yeah. My vision's got butt cheeks in it. All right. Well, then you got this other group over here saying, Hey, we're women and we need more representation, but not like TNA representation. We need like strong female lead representation. So wait, let me go back and let's change my art real quick to, um, you know, to, to mold towards what you need. And then wait, here comes the LBGT crew. And they're like, Hey, you know what? We need representation over here. So like not all the, you know, the predominantly male driven, you know, we got butt cheeks in our hair and not the strong female over here. Now we need um, something that represents our people. So can you go make changes to your art again to now include us? And then you have this minority group over here. Who's like, Hey, wait, 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 if we're making changes, can you change uh, a few shades of skin tone so that we kind of identify with that as well? And then so no, no. I mean, uh, I understand. Right, I understand where you're going from, but I'm saying that 20 years ago, 
some of these uh some of these the ways they, they portrayed women and looked at women is designed to sell the game to males i mean if, if, and if there's a difference there's a difference between an art vision which i get because my sister's an artist and hey, we're gonna put ass and tits to sell a game. <laughs> do you really think it's to sell the game, though, or do you think that's the original vision of the character that they had in mind? Like yeah. the character is supposed to be oversexualized, and that's and that's what people fight against with like Sony and like them censoring all the games because when they come over from Japan, those characters are supposed to be oversexualized. That's the point of them. Well, and that is the way. Again, going back to the artists at the time's original vision, and this is why. I personally believe you can't have any form of cancel culture because this is the this is the conversation. Now you, what you have right now is a boardroom of people making three times as much of all of us combined arguing over going back and changing this stuff. And it's like, bro, let it exist. Okay. It, time and place does yeah, okay. It was a predominantly male-dominated um uh industry that was marketing to a predominantly male audience because i mean let's check the stats it that's who we're buying the games things have changed now so you know what do we change with the times sure there's more women in there drawing them if they don't want to draw the butts don't draw the butts you know what i'm saying if like the marketing now needs to be target a more diverse group of people that's fine but like going back and changing things and 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 again go with this mass effect thing it might be that they want the original crew wanted to change it, whatever. But getting back to the conversation, the question at hand is like, when you start canceling things because they don't line up with your worldview, all right, Kali, your worldview might say that my worldview is a, is wrong and it's a lie. But And my worldview might say that Joe's worldview and way of life is a lie. But at the and, and so then now it's a who can get on top and bully out the other. And, and ultimately, a movement that's supposed to be about not bullying ends up using the force of bullying to make the changes that it sees fit. And then when you boil it all down, everyone says the same things. Wow, we don't like racism. We don't like discrimination. But at the end of the day, we can identify that certain things are bad. And maybe certain decision making in a in a time and place wasn't wouldn't fly today. But if we go and we stand here and say we need to cancel and get rid of things, or we get on board with that, or left, right, center, whatever, we're not all unified in saying you can't bully out the other person, you know. And they're they're it, it, it's it's a ever growing thing, and we're seeing it every single day. Like just the, just the dude from The Bachelor. Right. He just got kicked off the bachelor for being racially insensitive. And if you read his quotes, he didn't say or do anything racially insensitive. There's a chick who was some, she went to some sort of, um, dance or, or, or party in Georgia where they all dress like, you know what I'm saying? Old timey maids had some kind of plantation theme, whatever. And then someone on the bachelor is like, Oh, that's, that's or clearly she's a racist. She and and that word gets thrown around so much. It's like, yeah, she hates a certain type of person because she wore a certain type of dress. Yeah, right. Get over it. But then the host is like, well, maybe we should hear her 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 side of things before we go and try to cancel her. And they freaking canceled him for it. And now he's having. I just read yesterday or day before. He's having to meet with like a race therapist. And he's having to do all these public apologies to get his job back. And it's like, 
That's where we are now. And this is no longer even like an opinion thing where I don't think a thing should exist. It's like, no, like a certain viewpoint is now the majority and they are bullying. They are, even if they don't, they don't cancel you, you now live in the fear of canceling, being canceled for having a different view different way of looking at things. And that is absolutely no different than the type of bullying that we are all supposedly against. And, 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 and so I, I think that it's wrong. I think that we shouldn't be canceling people. I think that we shouldn't be going back and changing, you know what I'm saying? Books and rewriting history and we shouldn't be changing games and we shouldn't be, you know, like we shouldn't have Josh Whedon coming in and finishing the justice league movie. Thank God for the Snyder cut, you know, like, like I hope we get a Snyder cut in our actual real lives where we get to go back and, and, and get the original vision, you know? So. I, I think people should be able to be included in everything in life. Right. But again, it's like, you have the choice of whether to be included or not. And if you find that offensive, that's, that's on you. Like it truly is. Like, I don't think that anybody can create something that's truly not offensive to someone. Not anymore. There's too many, there's, there's too many voices. There's too many ways of doing things. There's too much, too much dang freedom. So that's what it all comes down to. Too much, too much that freedom. We got to get rid of it. <laughs> so now, I mean, and again, this, uh, this got real political real quick. In, in I know. <laughs> I wasn't trying to be political with it. I was just trying to, you know, it's, it's, it just boils down to it, cancel culture is just, it's, it's, you're right. It's pretty much bullying people and it's making it people who have an, a certain opinion, Daryl, or just any opinion. It's, it's, it's ruining their lives. It's it destroying is. their very livelihood. And that I do, I don't think that's fair to people. Like, I think one tweet that tweet or one post that you made 10 years ago when you were 23 should not affect your life when you're 33. Well, dude, so much changes in such a short amount of time. Like one experience can alter the entire way you see things in life. You know, meeting one person like and, and dude, just like meeting a friend who has a or making a friend, excuse me, that has a different viewpoint than you can change the way that you behave. Uh, we, I saw the cat jump in the conversation uh, and, and how you talk about certain things, you know, and that comes with time and maturity. And like, honestly, if we make it to where it's so impossible to have these conversations where, where we have differences of opinions, right? Like then, then we don't actually grow anymore. We don't learn anymore. Like I use this as an example. Since Kalai and I have started conversing, I have learned that we stand on vastly different you know, points of view on a lot of things socially and politically. And we have never one time gotten in an argument. You know, we've been in conversations yep. and we have both said at different times, I actually don't like said thing or this person or whatever because of this. And, 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 um, you know, and I'm like, Oh, I don't like this because of this. And you know what? But video games are fun and we have a common interest and we can get past it. If everyone behaved the way that this podcast, this panel does, because all of us have different stances on, on things and no one in this group is nasty to another person. No one has ever private messaged another person and said, you should be ashamed or you should behave a certain way. It's like, you know what? I might not agree with you. And that's totally cool. You know? I don't let it affect how I view other people. That's the one thing I've learned about like just 
everything in life. It's like, I don't try to let, you know, what people do in their private life. And that's the problem, Daryl. It's like people's private lives are no longer private. They're no longer like private. Anything you do or say is, is public now. And I don't think that's fair because that's not what people signed up for. Right. I mean, well, and that right there is if you really want to get into another three hour discussion, that's the detriment of social media. You know? Yep. Like it's like, people, why I don't, it's like, Clyde, I don't know if you've noticed over the past few years, it's why I don't post that much on social media anymore, like at all, pretty much. And when I, I do, post. and when I do, I really don't use the F word anymore, anymore, because I used to use it a lot in my younger age, like a lot on my public page. Like it was F this, F that, I don't like this, I don't like that. And I just, I just calmed it down. And I see my friends post ridiculous stuff and get banned from Facebook left and right. And I'm like, you just better pray like your employer doesn't get a hold of your Facebook. Yeah, Dude. I um, I don't post that much stuff. Like oh I just say hello, and I ignore my relatives. It's you know. Yeah, well, you know, I I do appreciate you guys, and we just had, you know, a a real conversation oh about re- real stuff, and I don't think anybody's mad or frustrated. I think everyone no. was trying to be respectful and give everyone a chance to just kind of say their thing, and it's like, and. And dude, that's like that's how it changes. Honestly, that's that's realistically how everything can change for for better. We can get everything everybody wants, and nobody has to be the loser, you know. And and that's and I'll, I'll extend that even farther into personally. Over the past several years, I have changed my stance politically, um, on a lot of stuff because I don't like when one group decides that there's a winner and there's a loser, you know? And it's like, I've learned in life. That's just not the way things work. You know, like we can all come together and find our way and live completely different lives and be totally cool for it. Oh no, we got a, we got a visitor. What's up spider packs. Um, are you using your profile? No, I'm not using my profile. Okay. Well, hey, it's it's midnight, buddy. Y'all need to go brush your teeth and get ready for bed. <laughs> can, can, we, can we ask Spider Packs a quick question? Hey, so- Spider Packs, we got a question for you. What you got for him? Are you going to beat... fell asleep. Is he going to beat Bloodborne before you? Um, the, the podcast crew wants to know if you're going to beat Bloodborne before I do. I can't. Beat it. You can't play it. I don't have it. I'm uh, not old okay. enough. Uh, there, that's the real answer. Uh, can answer. So, so let's say you are old enough, and Daddy gave you permission to play it. Do you think you could beat it before I do? Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> Why? There you got it, listeners. Because. Because you're better at games I'm than better me. Than you. What? Get out of here with that trash. <laughs> the voice of the champion. He's better yeah. than you, Daryl. <laughs> hey, love you. Yo, go brush your teeth. We're gonna wrap it up over here. Yeah. Oh, congratulations on your three points, man. Oh, and they said congratulations on your three points on the uh, backlog beatdown. Thank you. Fist bump, baby. Boom. Uh, I love my kids. They I love think- podcast night because I let them stay up till midnight. Also, I think he has wow. another question. I think uh, we got uh, into that long when you co- I think there's actually another question. We're still in community questions. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Gone for half the show. Oh, and to go back and answer a few questions for you, real rapid fire. I like French toast better than both waffles and pancakes. French toast is the best. Nothing beats French toast. Uh, you got to make it on. Um, 
brioche bread, and it's the best French toast ever. It gives you that sweetness. Um, two, the best finishing move in wrestling history is either the Michinoku driver, which is an awesome finisher. That's a good one. And, and I'm partial to the the Van Daminator. That's a good one too. Uh, both of those are <laughs> mid to light heavyweight moves, though. You got to get that stone cold stunner, baby. Um, I like that one too. I also like uh, the KO's pop up powerbomb. Yeah, that's a good one. I actually like KO Stunner too. It's coming around. It's crazy. I, to, he's good at people. it. I think he hits a pretty decent stunner. Oh my Sorry. gosh, we got we got another guest on the show. What's up, Noah the Builder? Hello. What's up? Hey, what do you need? It is midnight. I know. I'm asking you for a game that's on uh, PlayStation Plus. Did you finish your list on the Backlog Beatdown? No. What you PS Plus? What game? It's uh, it's this game kind of like Bloodborne. It's something called. What's uh, what guys? What's on PS Plus right now? Oh, uh, Remnant. Is it Remnant from the Remnant? Ashes? Yeah, Remnant. Remnant from the Ashes. I gotta check it out. I gotta see what kind of content's in it. Okay. All right, so and can we, we have a question for him as well. Uh, we got. They got a question for you, Noah. What? What's up? Is is the reason that uh, you're going to beat Bloodborne is because Noah's actually going to beat the game for you? Everyone wants to know is the reason I'm going to get to beat Bloodborne is because you're going to beat it for me. That's probably true. As long as I can actually get the supplies I need. Here's what I want to know. Here's what I know. All, I, I got all you self-proclaimed Bloodborne pros joining my game, and you jabronis die before I do. Like, you guys are not good. You also don't scrubs. count the fact that we're by negative three times. Scrubs. Uh, we take times three damage. We You're making up numbers. No. We take times three damage. We've got oh, less no. health. Our blood vials give us less. And also, when you die, guess what happens? We're not allowed to die. But I never die first. Or never. Well, then again, also, I have no health because Hold I was moving. Plus, Look, I wasn't even at your area. I so go and I restart Bloodborne, a game that I don't actually like. All right, I get in there with three years of rust and Gosh, dust. Daryl's weakling. All right, and then you guys join my game and hold me down. I'm like, oh, I got Mr. New Game plus seven. Mr. I've already platinum the game. I got you, Mr. New Game plus one. I'm doing the DLC. I'm so good at games. And then y'all join my game and you friggin' scrubs die before the second wave of the boss. We'll get out of here. Then again, I've only played one game. Ah, I don't want to hear excuses. Get out of here. I love you. Go brush your teeth. I'll be out there in a minute. We are shutting the show down. I'm better than you. Get out of here. Listen to this. I'm, I'm deleting all you guys from the show. No, you're not. Cancel culture. I'm canceling you. Right, yeah, love you. <laughs> After he just said he was against cancel culture, he's trying to cancel his kids. I'm like, so, uh, all right. So, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, that's actually the end of Jared's question. So, I thought there was one more. There's Not one pretty, more. Sh- pretty sure. No, that's it. We cover them all. Uh, do we have any other questions from anybody else? I'm pretty sure there. We have no questions left. We should. Uh, you should read that last question. I'm uh, pretty sure there's no uh, more questions. Are, are you sure? I don't, don't know about that. Hold on a second. Look at the uh, time. Because we have ran out of time for this segment and we are going to have to move on. Oh, I'm sorry. Why? Oh, wait, wait. Why is the Snyder Cut proof that no matter the amount of polishing, a turd will never shine? <laughs> <laughs> right, we'll find out. We'll find out this month. Yes. Well, yeah. March 18th, baby. Daryl, I will watch that show and do a podcast with you about it. Dude, I hey, will, man. I will watch we'll the movie it. and we can sit down 
and do a podcast. I, dude, I'm down. That's happening. Uh, not only is that happening, but it's quite possible that me and some of the uh, comic cast crew and uh, the epic shells, uh, epic tales from the sewers, we might be getting together and doing like a friggin' watch along. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. So I, that's one of those things I would love to do with you guys is like, um, get together on like a not no Snyder cuts four hours. So I don't know about doing stuff like that. You know, maybe like monster hunter movies coming out or just came out on Blu-ray. Didn't, didn't you say you're doing like a watch party? Kala? I am tomorrow, tomorrow night. Um, oh, I'm, so actually, sorry. I'm so sorry. Why? I watched it last night. I didn't think it was going to be good, but <laughs> it can't be can't be worse than the Resident Evil movies. Uh, if you want to watch it early, you can go to. Uh, now I'm not going to give that away in the show. I'm um, not, I'm promoting piracy on the <laughs> No, yeah, my friend Matt and I had wanted to go see it in theaters, but of course we couldn't. So we're going to rent it each. We're renting it through Amazon. Like I rent it and he rents it, and then we could do a watch party. So uh, that's Redbox. awesome. Red, no, don't go. To- Physical, me- physical media, Kali. You, if you don't get the physical, they're gonna can't. They're gonna go in there and edit it. Mila Giovanna, like, she might not it? even be in the movie by the time. So. Did you actually rent it? No, if you I can't hold it in your hand, Kali. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hold it in your hand. Question. Does it count? Do you even have possession of the film? All right, real quick. I know you guys didn't want to leave the show without doing this week's official topic. Kali, you have graced us with this week's official topic. So please, what do you have for us? So PlayStation announced a new patent that will allow you to use household items to become PlayStation 5 controllers. And the example they showed online was a banana. So I thought we should figure out things that we can use around our house as PlayStation <laughs> controllers. <laughs> I mean, are we looking for haptic feedback and dual vibration, or are we just trying to? Keep I am. Oh wait, 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 wait. No, no, wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's where this was going. I oh, know y'all. Jesus. Tricks. <laughs> Honestly, like I know this is a the. I guess the nerd answer. I would love for them to make it to where I could use like uh, just rant other controllers as a controller, like the Dreamcast controller or the GameCube controller or the PS4 controllers to work on PS5 games. I know that's like not the funny answer, so I'm going to go ahead and get that out of the way. I mean, I feel like they're just doing it so you could use a PS4 controller. <laughs> like- I, I mean, I would. <laughs> But I mean, uh, in a pinch, a banana. I want to use my Wii U tablet, Daryl. <laughs> I got. I got. I invest in these Wii motes. I got to get my nunchuck over here. Oh my god! Imagine if you could put haptic feedback in your nunchuck and uh, your wand, and use it for PS Five. <laughs> I bet they would use it for PS Five. I want to. I want to see Daryl use his Diet Coke. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! Could you imagine cracking open a monster and then finding a way to use it? I don't understand how this whole thing works. Like, I didn't watch a video; I just saw like a couple pictures. I don't this- even. I don't even understand how it works. It's so it would be like a module. It's not like a modular thing, right? Because like I remember the guy who like put the modules in the potato and used the potato as a controller. Did you guys watch that video? No, I only saw pictures. I didn't see any video. Uh, so if you go on, if you go on, if you go on YouTube, you can find like the guy plays. The guy basically learns how to play Call of Duty with the potato, 
and he like gets to the top of the leaderboards using a potato as his controller. That's insane. He's like, I'm gonna master how to use a potato and a keyboard. I was like, this is insane. <laughs> Uh, I mean, you know, I, I can think of so many times in life where we're trying to play games and all of a sudden one of the controllers doesn't work anymore. And that, especially having kids, that's like a constant thing. Like, or, I don't know, let's go with stuff like toilet paper. Could you imagine being on the toilet? Just rolling out your toilet paper. <laughs> As you're trying to climb the Assassin's Creed. Oh my there gosh. There's haptic feedback for you. It's more like craptic feedback. Oh, <laughs> using a toilet plunger as a controller. Oh my gosh! Or, or I mean, <laughs> using an actual gun as a gun in Call of Duty. Oh, that would be kind of cool. Until you until shoot you, yourself. Until you accidentally <laughs> shoot the TV. <laughs> it's like, oh man, I forgot that one was loaded. Oops. Oh, I forgot the safety wasn't on. Dude, can I use my cat as a controller? That'd be dope. Uh, I mean, it's big enough. Probably could. How does it work? Do they put something in it to make it then so do the would thing? You have to, would you have to hold your cat like upside down and then like hold the legs as like like a, like a like each like like the top tr- the top legs would be the trigger and then the bottom two legs would be like the joysticks? <laughs> there you like, go. If it's some, oh my gosh, there's a lot of nasty places you could go with this. I don't. Yeah, that was really obvious. I mean, yeah, someone obviously can make a controller out of a dildo, or, 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 or like a high-powered like. Oh, dude! Somebody would beat Bloodborne with a freaking cat for sure. That'd be awesome. I'd love to see. Like T- Tanner's, like I'm signing up to beat Bloodborne with a cat. <laughs> it's like all you scrubs. I beat Bloodborne with a cat and or a like, potato. I, put, like, I, I, I beat Bloodborne with my underwear. My underwear's controller. Oh, dude, I got a really funny story to tell y'all. This is perfect. This is per- perfect time. My wife used to babysit Tanner when he was a baby. My wife and Tanner's older sister uh, were really good friends. I think me and Tanner are like eight-ish years apart, something like that. So my wife was a teenager when Tanner was running around in his little spidey whities <laughs> <laughs> Tanner used to run around in his Spider-Man underwear, shooting fake webs at his sister. He would be like, look, sissy, look, sissy. And he'd be shooting his little spider webs. And so my wife, when I first met Tanner and Tanner started traveling with our band, she was like, oh my gosh, he used to run around and chase us in his underwear, his little Spider-Man tidy whities which I coined Spidey whities (laughs) and used to shoot uh, spider webs at (laughs) So Tanner officially quits the show after today. <laughs> so, so, so Tanner's gonna be beat Bloodborne with Spidey Whitey's. Okay. Any, anybody else now want his theme song? Now his new theme song is Spider Man. Spider Man. <laughs> Anime titties and Spider Man. Oh my gosh! So it's so funny because we went on tour one weekend. We did like uh, like a four or five day stretch. And uh, we were at Walmart grabbing uh, blow-up mattresses because the our lodging fell through, so we we're gonna have to sleep on a gym floor. And uh, <laughs> someone found like adult-sized Spider-Man underwear. So there's a picture on Facebook somewhere of Tanner holding Spidey Whitey's as an adult man. <laughs> 
have, I, have one, I have Wonder Woman underwear. I mean, hey, you could beat. Uh, you could play PlayStation Five with that. I really don't. <laughs> I really don't need to know what Jim's into. <laughs> Tonight, you are no longer Kali. You are Diana Prince. That, that's Wonder Woman. I know. We know. Ooh, ooh, he's gonna start calling you gal. Who, who, who do I look like? Josh? I know who Wonder Woman is and her I, real name. I know who freaking... Uh, like, you know is? Yes, I, I know. Josh hasn't been on the show in about a year now. <laughs> I'm still traumatized from the level of explaining I had to do for so long. <laughs> <laughs> you mean like Professor Xavier, right? <laughs> All right. You guys got any more wild controllers you want to throw out there before we get... Uh, nah, I got nothing. Like an actual mouse? As a mouse? <laughs> uh, yeah, you could use a set of keys instead of a keyboard. <laughs> oh. I bet you could play, play with a guitar, you know? Like, how cool would it be to serenade your uh, victims in Call of Duty with a love song as you pwn them and then teabag them with your G string on the guitar. <laughs> I mean, can you hook up a guitar to play like a like a rock hero or a guitar smith or a is that? I, I know you, you know what we're gonna go with that rock hero and guitar smith. Yeah, yeah, and rock, yeah, rock hero and guitar smith. <laughs> 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 Backwards. <laughs> it, it might it might make the last of us too easier to play imagine if you so if you play that if you, what if you played one of those to beat bloodborne that's my challenge to tanner can you beat bloodborne with a rock band guitar he could do it that would be awesome I, i've got one he can try it i want to stream that i do tanner has ten thousand dollars worth of streaming gear like that dude has a professional streaming setup like i don't know why he doesn't stream because it, when he plays, he would get banned on Twitch. Call of Duty, Call of Duty. <laughs> I like when he was yeah. doing the naked run through. Uh, he's doing no armor, naked armor in uh, Bloodborne. Remastered. Yeah. Or not Bloodborne. Um, Dark Souls. Uh, Dark Souls Remastered. And he was trying to beat it with no armor. That was hilarious. That was during your uh, your guy's 12 hour stream. He tried to do that. Man, I Which, wish before, the. I wish he'd do more stuff like that. Before Frosty started playing games and dancing around with the Tierra on. <laughs> Wearing his wife's clothes, by the way. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> she opened the door. Is that my shirt? <laughs> he's, like, he's like, yeah, do you need it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I tell you what, that is one of the funniest human beings to ever walk this earth. Uh, so, Frosty was a friggin'. He was born to be a comic, and he missed his uh, he missed his calling. So, <laughs> so, all right, guys, this has been the Loot Bros Podcast. Thank you, Kali. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Zach. You suck for leaving. Um, thank you, Internet Issues, for making this show um, a four-hour podcast. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, if you like what you heard and you made it this far, which I'm sure everyone did, uh, leave us reviews, like us on the socials, check out our Facebook group, Loot Bros Podcast, check out our YouTube, trying to grow the YouTube a little oh, bit. Wow. 
with the er- so sorry with everything going on, we forgot to pick a question of the week. Ah, that's right. We got interrupt. The, the listeners don't know this, but we lost about forty five minutes to an hour in between answering <laughs> those questions because of internet issues, microphone issues, losing a co-host. <laughs> so um, I mean, he'll be back next week. He's not gone forever. Daryl didn't like it. Didn't Daryl? Daryl didn't just not like his opinion, and he's gone. <laughs> he'll be back next week. Hey, as I'm te- as I'm advocating for not canceling people, I'm literally canceling co-hosts. <laughs> like, you get the freak out of here. I don't like. Uh, well, I don't know what you- we had some good questions. Uh, what did you guys like? I have my answer. I have my answer. Ooh, Joe. Uh, I have my answer. All right. I'll go first. I liked the uh, question from Matt about um, French toast being the best of pancakes and waffles. I like the question about the best wrestling, best wrestling move. That is a good one. I like the question from Matt about pancakes versus waffles because we're keeping that shit alive. Booyah! Matt is the winner of this week's question of the week. He will be entered into the March drawing. Who knows? Maybe he'll come out on top. Maybe he'll get himself a nice uh, seven-day free trial to Zach's OnlyFans. <laughs> ZJ and free, Zachary. He's getting a free download code of Honeypot, which he can get free anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Zach's like, yeah, I paid 10 bucks for this game. It's free. I just gave him money because I like it. <laughs> so, all right, guys, this is Loot Bros Podcast, and we are out of here. Bye. Check it later, guys.